Hi, Angela McKinney with the Untangle and Thrive podcast. Hello, people. How are you doing? Whew. Wow, we're coming on the end of here. This has been a long year. <laughs> Challenging year for many of us, for many of us moms. Boy, oh boy. I have had to hold lots of complex space, not only in my own body, for my children, for my clients, for my husband, for, you know, for life, for life, and for good things, for celebrations, for sure, and for hard things, for hard things, really hard things. Um, there's been, you know, so much strain around COVID responses and having kids in my particular age range, 12 and 16, and uh, just triggering, like walking on landmines, right? Just triggering friend connections, isolations, depression, not being able to learn on a computer, which I don't blame them. Um, very frustrating. And then the return of some synchronicity, the returning back to school, the the rewatering of our needs in a healthier way, the unwinding of some of that thawed, not thawed, but frozen, isolated states. Like this is how we unwind traumas. We move again, people. We move again and we get adaptive to moving differently because we're all having to move a little differently. At least we are in our world over here in New Jersey. Um, and yet we're moving, right? And allowing the moving to help us discharge of some of the the challenges of the year and um, the reclamation, the reclaiming of our hearts again. Um, trauma interruption, as I call it, which is a form of trauma, it stops us from mobility. It stops us from moving towards things we're wanting to to connect with. And we have to get very resourced in our nervous system and in our bodies to, to find new ways of connecting and to meet those needs in healthy ways. Otherwise, like the sun, it would be as though the sun goes away. We get very cold. Life as we know it starts to die. Plants wither. It becomes cold and hard and, and an unforgiving internal sort of wasteland. And so I wanted to talk today about embodying sun and what is sun. And I sort of see these metaphors as helpful to reframing our inner suns, you know, our inner emotional life. When the sun is, the sun offers us balance. It offers us a steady stream of energy to grow and to realize life. And so without it, we would die, right? We would die. <laughs> and and so the same goes for sort of our inner emotional life. You know, so often pain is such a trigger, right? And our negative feeling is such a trigger and people want to get rid of it, don't want to have it. And I'm just here to kind of dip into that water just a little bit and hopefully stir it and see it and allow you to build maybe a new response with a negative feeling if, if in fact you find yourself pushing them away. Because I'm going to say this, without growing sort of an inner sun of capacity to sort of handle all of it, right? Our life doesn't balance. Our life doesn't really synchronize well. Um, 
I was the queen of sort of the imbalanced matzah starved life, internally starved based on my temperament and my traumas and blah, blah. Um, but, you know, I really embodied that story. My tangled self really held tight onto this idea that if I didn't feel anything, my life would be okay. I got really skilled at not feeling people. <laughs> I mean, really. And, you know, I look back at this part of me that was so tangled in this, this construct, right, of, of this idea, which came from a threat response in my body that to feel was not safe, to be seen was not safe. And at the roots of all feelings, people, I want to get this to you guys, because I hear so many coaches saying, oh, change your thought, change your feeling. Your thoughts drive your feelings. Ah, a little bit. Okay, I'll give you that. But let's peek under and understand that our humanness at our roots is safety. Period. End of story. Period. End of story. <laughs> and safety, feeling safe, allows for new feelings to be explored, new worlds to open, right? New synchronicity to happen within an experience, whether it's dating or putting yourself out there or whatever getting out there looks like for you, right? And if our system and our tangled self is holding on to threat and that is not a safe experience and it's unconscious people, it's not just like we're going around thinking, oh, that's not, you know, I'm trying to help bring it into awareness and consciousness. But typically the tangled self is steeped in the unconscious psychic realm holding, as Dr. Vanderkoll called, calls, the, the score. The body keeps the score. And so when I hear these coaches constantly berating, change your thought, it's your thought that drives your feelings, there's some truth to that. It's not a one or, it's not an all or nothing. But the visceral sense of safety, which is a feeling experience, people, it is an embodied feeling experience, if that feeling experience isn't supported internally in your own self-talk and the way you're allowing yourself to feel and be and belong to your day, if that's not being cultivated and that's not accessible, then opening up to feelings isn't accessible. So this is where we grow capacity, right? And again, it's all about learning sort of an artistry and a craft on how to grow capacity. I think that is grow our inner son's capacity to feel more of everything. So often when we're so constricted and safety is not accessible, we just don't feel safe. Our amygdalas, you know, our reading, the smokes, you know, the barbecue next door as our house is on fire, we don't know, we're moving in the wrong directions that, that constantly have us distrust ourselves and our impulses. We feel demoralized. We start to give up. We start to close off. We start to get smaller. You can see the insidiousness of the cycle, right? So getting safe in the present and getting access to the language of safe enough allows us to start to gather some space of discerning of discerning people, of what's real today, what feels accurate today, fine-tuning, sort of tuning your instrument 
into the present state of being, right? Then we can start to bring in the co-creative spirit here, that, that, that working together with the sun, that the plants and the flowers and the watering and the land inside of ourselves is working now with the sun to help us reconstruct, re-landscape, rebuild a bigger world, okay? Internally, internally. And inside there, we start to dance with the exterior world very differently very differently. It might not be so much we change what we're doing, but the way to which we move and do is radically different. Okay. And so feelings, negative feelings need balance. It's not about getting rid of negative feelings. I think so many people that come to me want help. They just don't want to feel what they're feeling. They don't want to feel sad, depressed, exhausted, um, angry, you know, lost, confused, right? They don't want to feel these feelings. And yet, we sort of, <laughs> in order for our son to grow capacity to handle all of the feelings, as well as the love, the joy, the pleasure, the desires, the the, the gratitude, all of it. We need capacity to hold all. All. And to get a relationship to our feelings, to reopening our heart to love again, to reclaiming our right to feel and express ourselves. That is such a healing, beautiful journey, right? And it's beautiful and it's messy and it's beautiful. So I invite a lot of imagination into my work, a lot of creativity, and I use childish things like the body wiggling and <laughs> crawling around, right? And writing a fairy tale and, you know, using crowns and colors and helping our brain see and feel and experience things from all these different areas versus just investigate your thoughts. What's your thought? Is your thought true? It's not true. <laughs> right? I just don't feel for my nervous system and my body. Uh, a very linear approach works. Uh, I love circles. I love completing. I love getting back into harmony with rhythm. Of We all close, people. We all have trauma. We all constrict like the ocean. It constricts. It pulls away. But we get stuck. It's like we become tsunamis, right? Because we just keep pulling away, pulling away, pulling away. We've pulled away so much that when we finally release, it's complete destruction and chaos. So the idea is to re reclaim this natural, innate, organic rhythm of constricting, regathering, and finding a new wave to allow and belong to that experience of that feeling, of that whatever it is, of that mobility re-coming back into your system to move again in a new way, feel again in a new way, open again in a new way. 
And I'm telling you people, this doesn't, this isn't a one-time deal. This is a returning and a returning and a returning and a returning and a moving through and allowing and a, you know, regathering. This is a dance. This is a life dance that I'm trying to teach. <laughs> it's a one, two, three. It's a one, two, three. It's a dance of spirit, of being, of soul, of emotion, of belonging. It really is. And so why I think it's so valuable to just land in one troubled feeling that you have a difficult time with. Maybe it's opening your heart to love again. I mean, for some of us, we have, we have, whew, I learned from the master on how to meddle up and close a heart, my father. I just learned it. It's in me. It's, it's a default. I just can go there and I can feel ice cold. And I can stay there because it's very familiar. And in the familiar, it's very safe. And so thawing my heart is so much of my work in this life, learning how to thaw it, learning how to have access to safety to thaw it, that I'm safe to thaw my heart, that I'm safe to thaw my heart today. I wasn't when I was young, but I am today. And I can still get confused. It can still feel very threatening to open my heart again. I have to give up a lot of that tangled selves, the part of me that holds on to those old patterns or those old experiences. And it's loving kindness with that part. I don't have to fix it. It's never going to, you know, she's just who she is. She's just holding a tangled experience. But today I get to reshape it. I get to have a new experience with opening my heart today. It wasn't like it was five years ago, right? And I get to hold space to help others open their hearts, right? I think one of the most joyful, I have several, but the one that's viscerally available right now is my son, my younger son, who really struggled in that eighth grade social system and disengagement and not knowing where his place was. And he was able to put all of that on the soccer field. And it wasn't, it wasn't complicated there for him. And yet emotionally, I could still see that he was feeling the shutdownness of the school experience, that there was still this unconscious barrier towards opening again. And so we, he didn't know I did this. My kids are very, very sneaky but I helped him untangle it on the soccer field. And what did that do? It unleashed him and it took his commitment to playing from a 70 to 100. And when we get committed in an experience, whether it's allowing ourselves to feel anger, whether it's allowing ourselves to feel our pain, whether it's allowing ourselves to feel our capacity to love, whatever it is, that we are in a committed place with that, things happen. Things fall away, new pictures emerge, new experience get organized, and there's agency, people. There is agency, and there is where we access the unsorted un raveling of trauma, right there. If trauma is the interruption, if it keeps us from mobilizing, which is what it does, and it gets us disorganized in our cues and in our mobility, the restoration of that 
And then the moving and embodying that allows this cycle to complete. And we discharge it. We can discharge it just like the wild animals can. We can learn how to do that, people. And that is what I want to teach. That is what I do teach. That is what gives my heart so much joy to, to help others learn how to do this dance. And so celebrating, celebrating these little victories, celebrating the little victories of staying with something, recommitting with it, and allowing that experience to be done. Locating, moving towards it, and allowing it to be done and savoring it in this journey of life, that is what we want to do with our feelings. And, you know, sometimes negative feelings, I'm going to say this, I know people are going to think, what? but I'm going to be honest. Holding on to negative feelings feels, for some people, hello, me, used to, feels better. Yeah, feels safer. I'm closed, I'm not open, I'm in it. I'm sort of in my, my shrouded sort of garments of heaviness, lethargic. And when I disrobe them, when I allow them, and I open, there's life agency, right? But there's more risk. I want you guys to hear this. There's a lot more risk coming out of that dark closet, <laughs> disrobing. Woo! I can feel it right now. Like, woo! I am moving in a new direction. Here's risk. My alert system goes up. The chaos starts to stir. And I start to feel more threat. I start to feel more fear. I start to feel more excitement. I start to feel more awe. I start to feel more wonder. I start to feel more whew, love. All of it, right? And so you can see the capacity needed to get a bigger life requires safe enough to take more risk, to disrobe some negative feelings or allow them to be felt and experienced and allow new ones to come in to your life. This is growing capacity, right? This is what we all, every human, we all need to learn how to do this. What does it do? It builds integration. It builds wholeness. It builds discernment. It builds more present aliveness and awareness. It's a, it's a new organizing language to help us negotiate our relationships presently to help us locate our needs and find the language and the assertiveness to assert them, to have our yeses, to know our noes, to not be trapped in people-pleasing behaviors or hiding behaviors, to really be presently alive. And that is my hope for all of us in this coming year, that we can land in what worked this year, we can acknowledge all the difficulties, the struggles, the losses, the pains. At the same time, we can notice the victories, the inklings, the parts of us that want more to come out and claim and occupy our life more fully. We can notice all of it. All right, people, have a wonderful, safe holiday. I'll be with you next week. Bye.